Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 47 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Sohail, and joining with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally-is-not-gonna-poke-my-eye-out wife, Anna! <laughs> Hello, everyone, and why should I poke your eye? Because of the, uh, you know, the conclusion of today's episode that we're gonna be talking about Blast from the Past, and, like, their reference that they had. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to ruin the surprise for people who have not figured it out. But I will say, like, when we break down the episode, a lot of people talked about the curly maneuver from th this from uh, this week's episode. What is curly maneuver? We'll talk about it when we talk about the episode. <laughs> and so we can, uh, you know, refresh your memory. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, before we begin that, uh, the one thing I do want to talk about before we start everything, I want to talk about Paramount Plus. You, you know that service, right? You know, it yeah. just came out last, like not even a week ago, a few days ago. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, actually, technically, if you, when you guys listen to this podcast, it would be a week that the po that the service came out. I want to talk about how weak that this service. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, all right. Here's the deal. Because before it was Paramount Plus, it was CBS All Access. And uh, we we signed up for a year of it because they had that, that deal to get it like half off. And I figured like, oh, you know what? That's a really good deal. And some of the things that they like promised, like, because they showed, like for us, our, you know, obviously we love Ninja Turtles. So for us, we, we were like so excited to see like... Rise and Ninja Turtles to be on there, and also the two uh, most recent Ninja Turtle movies because they advertise those. Uh -huh. And I'm here thinking like, okay, they, like you know, it's not like they have like you know, like they have to wait for production on these things. Like these things are done. They're all like, well, the two the two uh, uh, Platinum Dune movies are on other services for free, and Rise has been like rise has has finished all 39 episodes for like all almost almost half a year more than half a year now and i'm here thinking like okay the the launch should be like with these and like and and, and other things not just ninja turtle stuff but just other stuff yeah the the launch happened and there was only like uh three or four new tv shows one of them was the uh, the new Spongebob cartoon, which is only six episodes of. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, I know they delayed uh, putting that out until until this new service was going to come out. And then, like, there's only one new movie, which is that new Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run, which they delayed almost a year. Yeah. Because of, like, the first it was the pandemic, and then they delayed it even further to wait for... Because when they decided to rebrand us to Paramount+. Plus. And, and that was, like, it. Like, everything else. Like, and, like, and the th I think what makes me mad the most is, like, I'm, 
I'm like reading and hearing all these re people reviews about it, and they'll be and they're like saying like, oh wow, this has so much more content than CBS All Access, and uh, it's, there's no content. <laughs> there's no content. Like I, I think these people had CBS All, they had the access to CBS All Access like two years ago, before because last year was when CBS All Access like rebranded themselves to mm -hmm. add like all these Nickelodeon like you know Nickelodeon Comedy Central uh, MTV all these Paramount owned channels uh -huh. and and then like from there they're like oh you know what we're gonna rename it to not CBS because it sounds like we're just giving we're making people pay for a channel that they can get for free on broadcast TV mm -hmm. and to this Paramount Plus and like I mean I wasn't expecting like a lot but I was expecting I was expecting better uh, one of the one thing that makes me mad is that for some reason, it, uh, and this is just like our device, our Amazon uh, Fire Stick mm -hmm. does not play like it. It wouldn't play CBS All Access. Like every time I try to uh, access like any of the shows, and it's just CBS All Access. Mm -hmm. um, every time I try to play it, it it would just it would play like. It would stutter so much. It would like play like three or four seconds of something. Then if then it like uh, then it says like error, and then it like it was just so many like it would take me it would take me like three hours to watch like a thirty minute episode, and like it it, it was frustrating. So I'm here thinking that okay, when it becomes Paramount Plus, they're gonna like improve on stuff because tech because you know technically it's a new app. No, all they did was just change the app name. And but it still performs the same. Uh -huh. So I like and and I just to let you guys know our Amazon Fire Stick plays all the other streaming apps perfect, <laughs> except for now Paramount Plus. And then and then like I mean like I said everyone was like oh there's so much more content so much more content it was a, it's the same content that was in CBS All Access they just I guess these reviewers just never had. Had that, and, and it's almost, okay, and, like, I'm not expecting, like, I wasn't expecting the launch to be, like, Disney Plus, because, like, Disney Plus was a brand new yes. service. I mean, so, like, when Disney Plus came out, it was like, oh, wow, we have access to Everything. so many, yeah, so many things. I mean, obviously, with Paramount Plus, like, we, with CBS All Access, we were already getting a lot of access to stuff, but with Paramount Plus, I just expected more, and I, I was expecting more of... You know how when HBO Max got launched and HBO Max like came with like a lot of stuff? Yes. I was expecting something like that because it was this is almost like uh it's almost like, you know, if HBO Max launched but it just had the same content as HBO Go. And and it just like that that's that's what this feels to me. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, it just was just not shows how disappointed are you? Yeah, yeah. Just I was just so disappointed, and like I said, like they advertised for a lot of stuff to come on, and like you know, I'm not. I wasn't expecting the new Rugrats to come. I wasn't expecting the new whatever iCarly or uh, like a new Star Trek series to come. I wasn't expecting any of like all. I wasn't expecting any of those. I was or just something. I was just expecting like, oh hey. Oh hey, here's a here's a few of the shows that we haven't got around to uh, put on this service. Now we put it on this service. Uh, now Ninja Turtle wise, I'm gonna say this: uh, the 2003 series is still there, 
and it's still awesome. I mean, that was on CBS All Access. That was that was that's been on there for like a few months now. So that that's pretty cool. At some point, I don't know when, uh, Half Shell Heroes is actually on that service as well, and that was also on CBS All Access when when I got that. Here's what makes me mad about C with the Half Shell Heroes though. If you look up TMNT or Ninja Turtles, you don't get, like none. Those two phrases do not bring up. Um, they do not bring up uh, what's it called? Uh, sorry, uh, they don't bring up Half Shell Heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to actually write Half Shell Heroes, Half Shell Heroes or Blast from the Past. And, uh, like, it's it really is, like, okay, why did no one in the title company or, like, or put, like, somewhere, some someone who tag puts or tag or something like that so people know that this is also Ninja Turtles? Because the picture that they give you isn't clear that it's Ninja Turtles. You have to know that Half Shell Heroes is Ninja Turtles. Yes, imagine a person like me that, um goes search like ninja turtles get frustrated because i can't get to it and i don't know those names right exactly and like because uh i haven't searched the word spongebob yet but i'm pretty sure if i write spongebob camp coral will come up there too and like and the thing is like the picture for camp coral is clear it's spongebob and patrick <laughs> like I don't, I don't know i don't know who messed up on that end but yeah that's just all right that is my rant on 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 uh, on, on Paramount Plus. I'm more than likely I probably won't bring it up again until Rise and the movies come come on, or or if like or if they plan any other original Ninja Turtle com content on there. And but like I said, it it was I think I'm just more frustrated because I've been I just see a lot of people who review about it and. Who, especially people who are like reviewing and like, oh, let's compare this to CBS All Access, and they made it sound like that this is everything you wanted from CBS All Access, which is not. It's the exact same thing, except for like five new content. All right, enough of that. Let's get to the news. First thing I want to talk about, and this is probably something you'd be really interested about, and that is the 48th. Annie Awards. Oh, yes. All right. So for people who don't know, the Annie Awards are basically, it's like the Oscars for animation. Because the only thing they care, or I should say more like Emmys for, for animation. Because the only thing they care about here is just animation. It was, this is the 48th year they're doing it. It was founded by Asifa Hollywood. I know you're part of Asifa South, was Asifa South or Southeast? I forget which one. Yes. Yes. South. South? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. So they're the ones. They're the ones who organize this. They're the ones who uh, who, who host this. Uh, the reason why we're talking about it is that Rise of Ninja Turtles is nominated for Best TV Slash Media for Children for the episode Rise. Or I'm sorry, Finale Part Four Rise, and they're also nominated for Best direction for tv media for the episode battle city new york city Woo! yeah or i should say battle nexus battle nexus nyc i should I'm say cheering for yes 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 <laughs> so it's it's cool that like you know for their um hard work hard work and like they're being recognized it. yes they're being 
recognized and appreciated and that um, they are nominated for not one, but two Annie's for the year 2020. Uh, the This is right now where I just put a graphic up there for the list of all the Nickelodeon uh, shows that got nominated for Annie's. And there's only five. So that's actually really cool. Uh, it, it's really cool that uh, that Rise got to... I mean, this. I mean, let's be honest. This is the. This is pretty much their final season. Their that last episode was called finale, and we we've talked about a few weeks ago, or I think last week, how some of these people have moved on to other projects. So, uh, I'm not holding my breath that Rise is coming back. But for you people who still have that hope, I'm not saying to drop that hope. But, uh, but yeah, uh, but but it's actually cool that uh for their um for their final season that we got. Uh, that they are, they were able to get to, uh, and for two very good episodes, I'll say. Yes, yes. So, uh, the Annie's this year will be on April 16th, and so right now, uh, the people in, uh, Asifa Hollywood are voting. I don't think you can vote on this. I think it's only them, right? Yes, I think so. I don't know. We, we, we Yes, could... it's, it's the, it's not, I don't think it's us, it's just, uh. The, the juries that they choose. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a CIFA. I just couldn't tell if, if you're part of that or not. I don't. I didn't know if you could sway their votes. I know you don't know anyone in from the CIFA Hollywood. You only know everyone that's in here. But I don't know. I was hoping you could maybe sway their votes. No, I'm not. I'm not in the team member <laughs> decision. I'm just a part of. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, that's pretty much all we have for the Annies. The next thing I want to talk about is here we go. We got figures because we all like figures. All right. <laughs> now here. Okay. So uh, these are these images. I don't know if they're leaks or I don't know. All right. Here's the deal. This is from the company, The Loyal Subjects. Uh -huh. And uh, if, if you see the figure, it has like this watermark on it. And the watermark actually says, um, please don't um, distribute um, or post. So, oops, sorry, we're posting. I actually tried to uh, contact The Loyal Subjects and I never got a response back. And the only reason I'm posting it here is because there are sites that are actually selling these figures. Oh, really? Yeah, like, well, for pre-order at least. And they have the same picture, so um, I mean, I don't, I don't know why, like, they so didn't change it. yeah, they didn't change it or anything, make it cleaner. They look so tall. All right, uh, yeah, I think the, they're they're gonna be five inches, and uh, but yeah, these are so uh, loyal subjects. Um, they have like action figures like these, obviously. Uh, for Ninja Turtles, most of their Ninja Turtle stuff was that small. Uh, that small, like, really big head. You, um, you know, I have a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. You know which ones I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's what they're mainly known for. So it was really cool to see that they're branching out to do, like, regular figures for Ninja Turtles. I feel like the head is a, a little small for that body. Yeah, it could be. Honestly, it really could be. Uh, and uh, Robert just joined Robert? us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, welcome. Uh, thank you for coming here, Robert. Uh, and so... Now here's the deal. Okay, here. So we're lo right now looking at Mikey and Leonardo, and here is Raphael and Donatello. I like that they have different uh, faces. Yes. The now, extra faces. Right. Exactly. All right. Now here's the deal. For you, it probably doesn't look familiar. It should. And but uh, the thing is, like what I pointed out, and a lot of people actually agreed with me, 
was uh the the head the the heads and the accessories look exactly like the uh Bandai fig arts uh fig uh figures that were released like so many years ago and uh-huh. the reason why I'm saying that they should look familiar to you because your mom because just to let you guys know I have uh, the best mother-in-law <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but her, Anna's mom actually gave me both Donatello and Leonardo. <laughs> and I have uh, Raphael and Michelangelo. And Jose says, no more more figures to collect. Jeez, yeah, exactly. More figures to collect, exactly. Um, but yeah. yeah uh, actually, when I first saw it, I wanted to tell you that they look like those. They, they look like those, yes. They really do look like those. And What is this? Uh, weapon, I never saw it. Oh, uh, Raphael, that's the, uh, oh gosh, uh, Kunai? Um, uh, the other one, the one I, the other one I have, uh, your mom didn't give me that one, so that's why you probably <laughs> don't recognize it. I still haven't opened it, to be honest. I've had it for, like, I don't know, I think, like, six years now. <laughs> I still haven't had a chance to open it. Uh, but he also comes with that one as well. Uh-huh. So... Uh yeah the, yeah the the way uh the the weird thing is is that like you know we haven't seen these uh figures in person yet um but like I said the weird thing is is that they come with they come with the exact same things that the Bandai figures came with <laughs> like so many years ago uh and I like, know those figures are discontinued um uh at at Evil Kim he actually has a theory he thinks that maybe the loyal subjects um like was able to buy those figures from them and they're just redistributing them oh maybe maybe it could be to me the bodies look different especially like uh these legs over here uh there has an extra leg joint that that the that the bandai figures i didn't really have i mean i have to look at them again uh, i don't know the, the i mean what if i see them in person Oh no, mm-hmm. um, but but yeah, uh, and these are uh, for for everyone that's on the audio um, podcast. Uh, these are like the classic turtles. So you know, so more classic turtles for you to collect. Um, you know, if once you see these, and this could be a good chance for people who did miss out on those um, on those uh, big art figures that they have a good chance to get it again. Uh, like so, uh, we'll find out. Uh, I, to be honest, I'm curious what the quality is because those Bandai figures. I'm going to tell you right now, those are like one of the. I love those figures. Yeah. And I was so disappointed that they they had a plan for Shredder, but it got canceled. Uh, but I would love to have a Shredder uh, from this line. Uh, but yeah, I I really love these figures. These are like I I, I think these are the best figures they uh, for for the classic turtles. So that's my opinion. But. Let's go and talk about another classic Ninja Turtle figure set that people, we definitely know is coming, that people are, I know a lot of people are looking forward to. We're going to talk about these guys. Uh, We're not, right, uh, uh, Bandai, the wrong company, NECA. (laughs) NECA has revealed the packaging details of the Turtles in Disguise uh, figures. And right now we're looking at the uh, front of the box. I mean, and it is... I love how NECA does these, like, original art, and they make it look like from the cartoon. Yeah. And I think, I know, I know, like, the one from, like, the the San Diego Comic-Con uh, case, they actually got, like, the artist from the Archie Comics to do that. Uh, like, but this one just, like, and because and it's great, because, like, we have so many uh, figures, 
uh, that are like stock art and like these are not stock art that's what i love and this is like you know this came this looks like it comes straight from the cartoon yes yes right i mean you and we that's so cool yeah you, you know you and i we've been watching this every week we know we've seen um we've seen like these like uh these scenes where they're in inside the pizza restaurant I love that the pizza are different. Yes, yes, I like that too. Uh, something Jose mentions is says is these are going to be hard to find. Uh, you know, uh, I, I hope they won't. Um, I'm going to say this uh, before I get into more of the of the figures. Uh, recently, uh, Walmart released the Shadow Master Shredder, and I actually went to my Walmart this morning, and they had a ton of them, and. I like so I actually put a message out there that's like, hey, does anyone need any of these? And no one actually, uh, <laughs> no, no one actually like came back to me until I left the Walmart. I came home and then someone said, oh, oh, uh, I, um, any chance you can pick me one up? So I went to that same Walmart five hours later, and all the shredders are gone. <laughs> uh, I agree with you, Jose. I wish NECA can have these on their website to order as well. Uh, I know so that there's the a deal. Status is like. Uh, uh, we don't know when it's going to be released. We um they said that the that the retail uh, date and details are going to come soon. Uh, but yeah, I do wish NECA would have, have these on their website to order as well. That would make it so much easier, especially when they do their pre-order uh, thing, like a Splinter and Shredder not too long ago. I really wanted that set, and it was just really easy for me to do it. I know I'm not going to get it until, like, summer, but I'm okay. As long as I know I'm getting it, yeah. I can wait for it. But let's go ahead and, uh, so that's the front, that's the, the front of the box. Let's look at what it looks like when it's open. Uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. Like, and I love, like, what, the flash. Uh, I, I have I have some other uh, shots, don't worry. Um, but I love the fact that we have, like, this, like, street scene oh, from the from the from the flap that's so cool that is really cool and also let's take a look at what's actually inside here wow. and this is the contents over here we are seeing the hands and lots of hands uh we are seeing their weapons like they're it's all their classic weapons uh no no actual uh grappling hook for mikey which is okay i have like like you know um the radar set comes with with the grappling hook so i'm okay with that uh here's like the extra heads for the turtles and each head comes with an extra smile uh like you know we also got the we also got the actual uh what's it called the uh these like their disguise heads that look like they're aliens and then here here we go and it's just basically all basically everything that NECA is like like every all the accessories are coming in here that's so cool it's actually really cool what is that white thing uh that's uh that's michelangelo's weird hat <laughs> when he worked for uh the weird pizza company that's what i, what I was yeah. wanted to make sure yes so you can have mikey like you know to, and like unfortunately he does not come with the weird uh pizza box but if you still have your uh, Ninja Turtle set that has the weird pizza box. I don't know which one came with the two-pack, but I know it came with the San Diego set. So you can actually have him, like, you know, put the weird hat, have him hold that pizza, like, you know, like he's delivering. If only we could actually close that box, too. That's so cool. But, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's really cool. Two pizzas in here. Um, we got uh, we got the tortoise and hair book in there. We got the uh, the boom box. We went through these uh, details before in another podcast. Uh, but, yeah. Lots of fun stuff in here, and 
the the actual like jackets and jeans are removable. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun. Yes, yes, exactly. Looks really fun. I can't wait for the. I mean, <laughs> as Jose mentioned, hopefully, I, I know he mentioned that these might these are going to be hard to find. I'm hoping that like NECA is gonna. Make sure that we get, like, plenty of these. Like, uh, because I really don't want to fight for these. Yes, exactly. Like, and I hope they can distribute as much as, like, they distributed for that, uh, shredder. That, uh, that, that new shredder. But, yeah. Really cool. <laughs> Cannot wait. The last thing I want to talk about, actually, still going with NECA. We're going to talk about the actual Loot Crate box. If you remember, okay, so Crate 1 is, you know, the, the movie, and that's Danny. Yes. Cray 2 is arcade, which I think it should be called video game. Um, but it's it's arcade, and they sneakily, on Loot Crate's website, gave us a reveal on what the figure looks like. Now, okay, here's the deal. Uh, on the actual site itself, um, Armagon uh, is actually, like, darkened. Uh-huh. Uh, like, so, like, he can't, like, so, so you know, be like, oh, who's this mysterious shark character? There's only one shark character in Ninja Turtles. But it was like, oh, who's this mysterious sh- uh, shark character? Um, I want to give a huge shout-out to Twitter user at Ewok to remember. He actually brightened up this figure so we can have we can see the details uh-huh. on it. And he actually did the side-by-side of the video game character for us as well. Oh, so we can, sweet. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so big shout out to him. Uh, I, I want to make sure. So like, this is not the figure that they're going to release. No, this is going to be in the in one of our loot crates. Like this, th- this, exactly this character. Exactly, this character is coming in the second loot crate for the arcade crate. Oh. Uh, but yeah, oh uh, yeah, it, it looks really cool. Uh, I I I've been hearing a lot of people online not liking the pixel paint. Uh, I personally, I love the pixel paint because uh, I like the fact that it looks like a video game character. Yes, it's it's so much like the other pixel paints right. figures that they released. Right, exactly, That's exactly. Why I asked. I wasn't sure that this is a part of those. Or... Right, right. No, no, no. This is a part. Yeah, this is definitely a part of those. It looks really cool. Like I said, uh, Loot Crater and NECA didn't actually officially reveal this picture. They just kind of like put it in the. They kind of like hid it in the shadows. And they did stealthily. Is this that like you know? Uh, thanks to thing, thing, thanks to Ewok to remember, uh, he was actually able to he like you know brand this up for us, so we can actually see the details. It looks awesome. Uh, and personally, I can't wait for that. I know Mikey is going to be really excited <sighs> to be opening this when it comes out. Um, and uh, Robert, he writes here. I like how the box art re- uh, resembles the scene of the first episode where the turtles in April enter the pizza. Oh yeah. Yes, that was actually a very fun uh, scene. Uh, do you remember, like, they're eating at the pizzeria, and it was, like, ninja pizza, and they threw the knife yes. with the... Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of scenes in the Ninja Turtles where they're actually eating at the pizzeria, like, because it's not just the first episode. It's a lot. Of... <laughs> yeah. Trust us. We're, like, we're almost done with season three, and, like, you know, we're, we've seen a lot of times they've been... Sitting at that, sitting at different pizza restaurants, <laughs> and that and the one that next to the movie theater. Yeah, the yeah the one next to the movie theater. This pizza actually, if if on the on the background actually you see the word Vinny's on it. I know we've seen the turtles go to a pizzeria called Vinny's before. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's everything that we have uh, for this week. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who joined us and. 
uh, for chatting with us. It's always fun when you guys like interact with us, and we love to hear what you guys say. Um, as for the NECA figures, really hoping that uh, when they come out, they're going to be easy to find. Uh, I, I <laughs> earlier on Twitter, I actually shared a picture of like my Walmart with this with the uh, super shutters and. And then, like, I honestly, when I went back, they were gone. Like, so I, I can't fault NECA for not distributing enough because they distributed plenty at yeah. that store. That was just a lot of people, like, you know, and uh, you know, we we have our theories. We're pretty sure we were one yeah we're pretty sure it's one person with five hands exactly that's what we're <laughs> thinking all right just as a reminder every tuesday night at 7 30 eastern time you can listen to the news section live and chat with us we always love it when people like chime in and give their opinions um so it's really fun uh and thank you for everyone who does do that already yes thank you so much it's it's actually like very fun when uh, you see like different people, different opinions. Yes, exactly. And we love seeing new faces too. Yes, you mean new avatars. New avatars? <laughs> That's right. You are right. I do mean new avatars. We don't see any faces. I know we don't see any faces. We just see avatars. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> or new emojis. Exactly. You know what? Oh man, I know we already finished talking about. Um, Paramount Plus, but uh, there it is. It is funny that in Paramount Plus, like you have a you have a thing to pick your avatar, uh-huh. and at first there's no Ninja Turtle avatars, which is a shame. <laughs> but there is one of Aang and one of Korra, and so I posted and I said. Uh, it says, uh, it says, choose, choose an avatar, and I was like, is this one of these, uh, are you a robot questions? <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody that we can contact to, uh, Paramount Plus? Yes, to tell them that, uh, they add the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we need to have Ninja Turtles, I mean, you know, like... You have I, to make a difference. I know. We. I, I, I will. I'll see what I can do. I'll try to contact them and be like, hey, hey, let's have some Ninja Turtles in there. And, you know, I mean, I'm glad there's two avatars to choose an avatar, but I think, I think all of them should be avatars. Like, you know, we need, uh, we like Avatar Roku and I can't, Avatar Kyoshi? I can't remember all the avatar names. All right. That's, that's enough about Paramount Plus. I'm, pl- I promise I'm done with them. All right. Let, let's talk about the episode. You ready? Yes. This week we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 29, Blast from the Past. This episode originally aired on November 2nd, 1989. This was directed by Red Lodge and written by David Wise. This was actually animated from their Dublin division. Uh, So, you know, sometimes they animate it. Uh, from... They animate anything. <laughs> they, they, they animated some stuff. We got some stuff out of this. What Anna is alluding to is that this episode is a recap episode. It was one of those episodes you see in the show. Some sometimes they want to be lazy and they just say a story and cut all the, the all the clips. Yes. From previous episodes. Yes. Yes. That's exactly. You know what? 
When you have a year, in one year you have to make 47 episodes of a show, you need to do something to, cut, to you know, save some money. So that's what, that's exactly what uh, Fred Wolf did here. I should say Fred Wolf Dublin Division. Well, to be honest, they did a good job. Because it was still like, um, at least they tell they told their story. Yes. But still... Right. This is what, uh, yeah. yes, it, it 100% is cheating. I mean, you know, it, I mean, all right. So television shows in general, they do these kind of things to save money. That's like what, especially for animation. Mm-hmm. And for animation, this re like, you know, like this is like things that they don't have to do. That's why I said that did any animators did anything. <laughs> uh, this is what Josie Kami uh, had to write about this episode. She wrote, this was a really cool episode that reminded us all that TMNT is about more than just how will we fuel the Technodrome today, Krang. Uh, despite a lot of being season one flashbacks, we didn't we didn't really have serialized, serialized cartoons in 1989, so this episode was kind of a big deal. Uh, that's something I do want to bring up is that you uh, serialized like which means like you know like cartoons that kind of like like we're the plots actually go intertwine with each other. Uh-huh. We didn't really have too much of that uh, during this time. I think, the, I mean, I remember Thundercats was like this too. Uh, but most of our most of our cartoons back then was just all like, hey, this happened in this episode. And then we get to the next episode and they just completely forgot what happened, what, what happened last episode. Uh-huh. So at least like this one kind of showed, <laughs> hey, you know. This is our origins and, like, everything else that happened in uh, Season 1. Now, I will say, it was, like... So, Season 1, if you guys don't know, Season 1 is animated by uh, Toei. And that's the only season that they animated. And it is clear. This episode made it so much clear that that animation company was so much better than what they ended up going with. I mean, right now we have like two animation companies. We have um, Mirakami Studios and we have Mirakami Studios uh, Dublin doing this series. This happened to be Dublin, which I I personally think is the weaker one. But like you can tell that Toei, which does a lot of anime, had a lot of anime influences. Like like that, that, since we've seen it side by side. Yes. Like we're seeing like just a lot of in anime influences that season one, uh, at um actually had. Uh, this is what at Git Caliba had to write. Uh, the curly maneuver may be one of the best jokes in the entire cartoon. We will get to curly maneuver. Don't worry. Yes, it's stupid, but it's good stupid. A perfect example of of how when the show really knew uh what it's going for goofiness knocked it out of the park uh and we even got scarily maneuver that i missed it uh it, it um it's what's happened it, it it was the the thing that uh the 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 move that splinter does at the end of the episode uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah no don't worry we will get to oh, it that's what I, yeah i was thinking that yeah and this is actually what uh, Old Man Winters had to say about this episode. Uh, Old Man Winters said, Surprisingly, the only true clip show uh, episode series, the whole run, and it happens mid-season three. Uh, again, I think the big reason why I think it happens in this season than any other season is because 
this was the longest single season. Uh, because season four, season four is around 40 episodes, but 26 episodes were in uh, CBS, while 14 of them uh, was in syndication. And like two of them were actually specials for VHS. And he also wrote that this episode, this episode is still a worthy contribution for its merits on account for Shinobo uh, Sama, uh, Full Camp Backstory, uh, and Splinter's signature move. Again, again, we're gonna talk about the uh, the, the signature move. Uh, but he did mention that this episode is so much stronger than the the 2003's equivalent episode, uh, Reflections. Which came out, which which that one came in uh, season two, uh, and it's been a while since I've seen the 2003 uh, uh, episode uh, like that he's referring to. But like knowing the way how see, how that series is now, this series is, I'm pretty sure that series just did was just kind of like doing this whole narration thing. Well, at least this episode does its own like kind of thing. Yes. And it does, and I mean, you know, it like the end is something, and we, when we get to the end, we're gonna get to a lot more people uh, comments. Um, but we, um, but the end is so memorable in this episode. <laughs> All right, let's start breaking it down. Yes. All right. The first thing I wrote was Crank's voice. Oh yes, I wrote that too. It was. It, it, yeah. It, uh, this episode was voiced by Townsend Coleman. Uh, for some reason, Pratt, uh, Pat Friday, uh was not uh, available. The ironic thing is, uh, I mean, is that, like, when they do the flashbacks, we hear... <laughs> Pat Friday. Yeah, Pat, Pat Friday, And, like, it's almost like... It, it's almost like, like, hey, why did... Why, why are you... Choo-? Like, you know, thank, thankfully, Craig doesn't talk that much in this episode. But it, it is like, like, okay... Okay, kids, you know that this is not a real, this is not, not his real voice, right? <laughs> uh, and I will say, Krang does have a pretty funny line in this episode where he says, Okay, I'm not gonna, next time I'm gonna take over the world instead of ninjas, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use accountants. Who say that? Krang does. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, he says that when, like, Shredder leaves with Roxanne and Bebop because, like, you know, Shred- Shredder, Shredder tells Krang that, like, hey... I'm gonna find a I'm gonna find a way to defeat the turtles. Like uh, pink and bur- brain. Yes, yes. Oh, oh. Take over the world. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. You know, Sh- Shredder and Krang are definitely pink and brain. <laughs> I mean, and you know, I mean, Krang is the brain because you know he's a brain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that Shredder's an idiot, but if I if we had to put those two. Shredder sure is. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. He's an idiot. He proved us to us so many times. That is true. He he he's done like a lot of uh, uh, but but yeah. So so Shredder's taking Roxanne Bebop to the earth uh to the earth because he's like, hey, I have a perfect way to um to for us to finally beat the turtles. And something else, before we leave the Technodrome scene, something that really bothered me. I don't know if you noticed this or not. And I don't know if this was the animation. I don't know if this was the master tape that the DVD slash uh, uh, digital file had uh, or what. But on the end of like the right side of the screen, there was this white line. 
on the side of the screen. No. And it was like throughout the Technodrome scene. And it, it, it was like... Oh, yes. Yes, now that you're saying... The... Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's a white line, and all I could do was just stare at that white line. And it, like, <laughs> like it, it really reminded me of, of our, like, we have, like, a, uh, I think it's, like, an eight-year-old TV now or something like that uh, in our bedroom. And <laughs> whenever we turn it on, there's these, like, black lines. That, like, oh, hopefully our TV soon can go to high school, too. <laughs> Yes, our, our soon will, soon our TV will be going to high school, but like yeah, but yeah, there, there's these like these black lines and it annoys me. And like after thirty to forty minutes, they disappear because like the black lines happen because like the TV doesn't heat up enough. And once the heat, TV heats up enough, um, that the LCD can be like, oh okay, I know what to do with this part of the screen. I think we have to connect the treadmill to our TV that when you. That will uh, run on it and makes heat. <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> I, I think you're right about that. So. It just reminded you of the old TV that we have. Yes, yes, 100%. Oh, the one I had to hit <laughs> to make it turn on. <laughs> you slapped the TV. I did. I slapped the TV a lot. So, then we get to our next scene. And we see, like, what it looks like that Raphael and Michelangelo... Well, I, I'm, okay, I can't even say Michelangelo. I'm just going to say Raphael. It looks like Raphael's train. How can I do it summary this episode? I forgot. <laughs> um, I mean, because you're jumping from one thing to the I'm just waiting for where's my summary time that I tell everyone. Oh, you know what? All right, all right, all right. I messed up here. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Forget. Okay, so we broke down the technogram stream. Forget what I said about the sewer scene. Anna, can you give us a summary? Let's cheat like the episode and tell people that no, we did it intentionally because <laughs> because this episode wasn't uh, was the the mixed match of different clips from the other episodes. There you go. <laughs> that's you want, why. That's, that's why. If you want a summary of this episode, just listen to Anna's first five summaries. I shouldn't even say that. I should say listen to Anna's summary of the first episode, the second episode, and the fifth episode <laughs> yes. of our podcast. And there's our summary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but the episode, like, uh, when it first started, I felt like the uh, whoever did the storyboard or something, it was, like, very week because right. they were like jumping from one shot to, to another, another shot that it wasn't like connected right no i agree so uh so yeah like like i was saying like before um we're, we we jump into the sewer and we're seeing like Raphael his training what well, looks like his training yes and like he actually has a sword which I, I thought was odd and then like and then we cut to michelangelo and michelangelo he's like talking like his training too but he clearly has two pizza crusts like spinning on his on his fingers right now mm-hmm. and then like and then we clip we get to a wider shot of Raphael, and we see that he's actually like like cutting like pepperoni and vegetables with the sword <laughs> and basically like hey yeah we're training we're training to make pizzas <laughs> oh and at this point the tv which is like i'm sure the tv's like always on and it's all only on channel six is it, is it, uh, because I wrote something, um, is it where, and uh, they're waiting in front of the oven pizza? Yeah. So, um, 
when they were waiting for the pizza in front of the oven. Yeah. I don't know if you pay attention to a splinter because you know that I just like to. Oh, I know no, you like to find funny stuff about the splinter, but the way a splinter was, it was like a dog that is waiting for his treat. <laughs> yes. He was just staring at the pizza and his eyes, the position of his, not his, uh, the position of his hands was like very funny. Which is which is. Funny and odd because Splinter does not like pizza. If you remember, we've had like episodes where like Splinter's like, "Yeah, I don't like pizza." <laughs> like and like and that that's how they knew when like Shredder took over Splinter's body that that was not that was not Splinter because like because he was like eating. Splinter is one of those that when everyone sleep goes into freezer. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so at this point, like you know, the TV's on. April's on there. She's talking about the Asian American uh, like temple. Like, and I I found it funny that they just went out of their way to say Asian American. Like, just wanted to make sure, like, hey, <laughs> we're not doing what we normally did in the other episodes where we just went like complete racism. <laughs> we're just like you know we're 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 acknowledging <laughs> that this is America and that. There's some American influences. Yes. <laughs> and and here, like, she basically talks about uh, Shinobu-sama. Uh, and I, I want to get on, uh, uh, before we talk about him and everything, I, I, like, I want to, like, say some things about him first. Uh, Sama is actually not, like, a name. It's like a, like a respect title. It, it, yeah, it's like uh, you know, and oh, uh, I mean, I'm sure like the you've the anime you've seen and everything, because I know, I know you don't like to watch it in English. You only like to hear in uh, Japanese. Yeah. But like, whenever there's like someone they respect, they'll say like their name, then add sama, uh, to the end. Um, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that's a uh, Japanese culture thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's just the uh, it is kind of funny that like everyone just here just calling him like sama like giving him that that respect even though they don't know who he is <laughs> like what i'm so pretty sure when they wrote the name they just like probably wrote it like and they they probably like read it as like oh this is like someone's name uh-huh. right no uh i really so want you're talking about that ghost guy? yeah the ghost guy yeah uh-huh. yeah 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 that now uh something i really want to bring up is because our son you know, I I don't want to give our son's like full name because you know it's like you know he has he doesn't have like a choice of like of he if he wants to be introduced here or not. So we I, I like to protect him and everything. Yeah. Um. But you know the way our so our our son uh the way we call him we call him with his first and middle name, mm-hmm. and his middle name is actually Samuel. Uh, but the Iranian way we pronounce it is uh, Sam. Yeah. My friends who are like really into anime, like like whenever they say his like first name, they want to add Sama to the end of his name, like he's an anime character. <laughs> I'm like, like it's just Sam, guys, just Sam. <laughs> but you know, because because we like you know, because instead of saying Sam, we say Sam. I mean, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah. Oh, it, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you ever hear our friends, like you know, ever say. Say like you know instead of saying Sam or Sam, they say Sama. That's why it's because you know they watch way too much anime. 
Yeah, we do. So we find out that uh, this guy is actually the founder of the Foot Clan, and uh, Shredder and Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop. They come out. They go to his like urn of like where his ashes are, and at this point, Shredder pulls out a scroll, um, like just just randomly out of his chest, and Michael Atkins writes this about that scene. He says. For a second, I thought Shredder pulled a shake weight out of his chest. 20 years too soon for that, though. You know what shake weight is, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you weren't in this country when that shake thing was... Shake weight? Shake weight. Shake weight. Okay, so it's a... It's a weight that um that you're supposed to... Like, so you could... um So you can, like, build your muscles, like, fast... Uh-huh. Like you're supposed to like shake it and just went up up and down uh-huh. and you just like kind of like move it uh-huh. It's just that uh, the way that people like the way that people look when they uh, when they shake it they, they just look ridiculous <laughs> and and so like it's been like a joke like and, like I don't know if they still sell them anymore but like it was something that was sold in the early 2000s. Maybe late nineties, but like, but the thing is, like, whenever like people saw it, it it was just because they just looked so ridiculous on like trying to <laughs> shake that thing, shake uh, uh, like shake that thing because like I mean I guess like this was just too hard, like you know lifting your arm up and down was just too hard to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, but that's what he means by the. Uh, people uh, they just like to try new things. Exactly. Yeah. It exactly. But yeah, we we reveal that uh, Shinobu Sama is like you know his ghost. He comes out. Uh, things I want to talk about. Uh, Shino- the, something else I want to so mention. So what is the relationship between the this and the shake thing? Oh no no he was just saying when he uh, pulled out the when he pulled out the scroll when Shredder pulls out the scroll uh-huh. he didn't he didn't he thought it was the shake weight instead of the <laughs> scroll. Uh-huh. But the shake weight was not even invented back then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm saying like I think I have to make uh redesign that shot with uh, with the shake weight. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. It'll be hilarious. I think people will love that. So you know we we see uh, Shinobu Sama. He he is a ghost. He's like he's like this ghost that come out of urn after like Shredder like summons him and everything. Uh, Shredder tells him like that his he's the leader of the Foot, foot Clan and like you know. The turtles are like, oh no, Splinter is the real leader of the Foot Clan. And I think this is the, really the only time ever they ever bring up that Splinter is actually the true leader of the Foot Clan. Because every time they mention the Foot Clan, they always have to make sure to know that, like, it's the bad guys now. Oh, so before the Foot Clan were good guys? Yeah, bef- yeah before they were good guys, before, before Shredder took, took over. Uh, yeah, and at the same time, when it, I mean, because Splinter was actually kicked out of the Foot Clan. He was like, like if you remember in the first episode, and they they show reshow it here, and we'll, we'll get to it. But um, but he, if you remember, like because Shredder put a knife in the back of his gi and he wouldn't bow, they kicked him out because they're like, because they called him an insolent dog, and yes, yeah, exactly, and then the. We didn't, in the flashback, we don't hear my favorite line, which is, kick the bum out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, but but uh, something about Shinobu, someone I want to add, is that 
Um, thanks to Old Man Winters, he actually reminds me. He re reminded me that uh, he actually gets mentioned uh, later on in Season 7. So when we get to Season 7, I'll make sure, like, we get, uh, uh, we talk about him again. Uh -huh. That's going to be, like, uh, a while from now. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll, Old Man Winters will still uh, remind me about that when we get there. Yes. Uh, the other thing is that in the Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters second crossover comic mm -hmm. there's actually a scene They're, they make they actually have a scene in that comic and i'll show you it uh afterwards where uh leonardo and uh and uh zed whitmore i think that's his name from ghostbusters i'm not that big of a ghostbusters fan but the guy but the the one that already hunts and played as uh they actually meet uh Sh uh shinobu uh in like in the comic and then like and they actually like trapped him trap him in like the ghost thing yeah yeah so it, it was like one of those cameo things <laughs> i thought it, i thought it was a really cool that's cool yeah i love it i know i, I love it too oh also i just want to add randy from NECA actually commented and said it, um he would love to make a figure of this character one day uh -huh. yeah so uh, uh, th uh, thanks, Randy, for for commenting on us, uh, and uh, I would I would love for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the turtles enter the the turtles enter like the the house slash museum. Like they didn't like it was the cultural center. Now I remember it's the cultural center. Yes. The Asian American cultural center. That's right. That's what it was. It, but it looks like a, Japanese. a, a Asian Japanese house. Yes. Uh, the, uh, they enter there. Shredder like sees them. He was like, "Ha ha ha! I made this n ninja concoction uh, for you." And he throws it, and it's just a smoke cloud. And but for some reason, this smoke cloud only gives Splinter amnesia, and not the turtles. Like it's like. But you I, didn't say that first. Uh, Shredder uh, was saying some magic words. Yeah, that that's when he was uh, summoning uh, Shinobo, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh what else did you write about uh him in this magic words? Uh I, I just wrote like uh did Shredder knows magic that uh, he was I I think it's it's something that they probably like everyone probably in the Foot Clan like probably learned how to summon this guy. Uh -huh. That's the only thing because you know, obviously Shredder's part of the Foot Clan, Splinter's part of the Foot Clan. It now It kind of reminded me of uh Genie. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. When he comes out of his like urn of ashes, like it does, like kind of like go like genie. Uh, something else. Uh, Michael uh, actually wrote about this. He actually wrote the turtles quiet, uh, very quietly, completely destroy the door in the museum. It was like the sound guys took a break for the scene, and and the one where Shinobu uh, throws projectiles at Splinter, uh, at Shredder, Bebop, Rocksteady. And they were cheat at the end of the episode. Uh, feels like both scenes are uh, missing fully work for of some kind. I I probably I, I definitely believe that. I'm, I'm pretty sure they they probably like, missed some. Uh, they probably like, forgot to add some sound effects. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for those parts. Uh, definitely. Uh, I love who who wrote that? Michael Atkins. Oh, I love the details that people like pay attention. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Remind of us. Right. Uh. Yeah. And actually, uh, something I forgot to mention. There's at one point. And I forget where I didn't write it down, but uh, but Leo was 
talking, but his mouth wasn't actually moving. This one, and this was a scene in sewer. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, we don't have a sound effect for that. I know we don't have no, no, <laughs> no. But yeah. So like I said, Splinter can, can has. I, can I distract you? Because you know I love to distract you. Oh, uh, of course you can distract me. <laughs> my coffee mug is so big that when I drink my coffee, I can see my face in in the inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like I said, uh, Splinter has Splinter has am- amnesia. I, I wrote that uh, Master Splinter is sick. Why always he sick? <laughs> <laughs> so the three turtles they take Splinter back to the sewer while Raph, being the brave guy he is, decides to stay and uh, fight uh, Shinobu Sama and, and and Shredder and Roxanne and Bebop, which. As soon as they leave, Shinobu, like, shines his light at Raph, and I, w- I was thinking, like, okay, he's frozen. But then, like, when we get to the next scene, Raph is, like, clearly moving and talking. Like, and so I was like, what was the point of that light that he's been shined on? <laughs> Alright, so we're back in the sewer, and the turtles are talking to Splinter, and, and, like, you know, Splinter's not remembering everything. And here is basically our clip show. Uh, like, we are seeing the scenes that we've seen from the very first episode. Uh, this is, like, you know, we're seeing, like, the... We're seeing, like, the origins of the Foot Clan. Uh, and how Splinter got kicked out of uh, of the Foot Clan. Instead of Splinter narrating the story, this time it's Leonardo narrating the story. Yes. Yeah, that's, like, pretty much the, the only difference. Even though, like, this episode was, like... Uh, like it um, made like cheaper because they just put the clips but uh, I still wrote it's the most important episode for someone to learn this story right and like so here's the deal is that you know you also have to remember this show was made before DVDs Uh, yes we had VHS like where we record stuff we can buy episodes but it was not like you know they wanted this is also a good chance for people who are for kids who are just now discovering the show and like they're getting into um, these episodes and then now they're learning like the origins. Yeah. And especially if they got into it uh, late. So uh, <clears throat> I did write one part I thought was funny was when Leo's like introducing Splinter to the Turtles. Uh-huh. And like, you know, they, they're showing, you know, they, they're showing Leonardo, they're showing uh, Michelangelo. Uh, everything, and then they get the Raph, and like as he like, he doesn't even get to describe Raph. Um, Michelangelo um, busts in. He says, and Raph is getting really thrashed right now. <laughs> so basically, after a few clips from the uh, first episode, we go back into the cultural center with Raphael, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Yeah. And in this between time. Bebop and Rock City are now, like, in these, like, ninja gear. Like, these... Cool, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Costumes. In these cool costumes. And, like, you know, Sh- Shinobu-sama's like, you guys are ninjas now. Uh, go go do your thing. And Bebop throws, like, a, a ninja star. And, uh, and then it just hits a lamp, and it goes on top of Bebop's head. I really want to say, Bebop have some skill... If he was able to throw a ninja star to turn back, to turn back and go over him, but but yeah, like it's just showing like 
they're still too stupid to know and like Raphael's uh and Raphael's like you know like making like having fun in this situation and then Shinobu Sama is all like okay fine and he goes and like waves his hand and all of a sudden Bium Rocksteady has like masks on now like they they have the same outfit but this time they have masks and a hood and now suddenly they are perfect ninjas as like they're throwing stuff at like they have not hit Raphael I want to add, but it, I think they have not hit Raphael because this is a kid show. Yes, I was wondering, like, when, uh, because it was all around Raphael. Like... Yeah, it was all around it. I think it was so they got threatening him to make him sure they know that that they are a threat to him now. And also, it's a kid show. We're not going to have, <laughs> we're not, the kid, they're not going to show the kids, hey, look, the bad guys totally mutilated your, one of your favorite characters, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, something Michael Atkins, like, brings up, and I don't know if we ever brought this up on the podcast before, but he brings up that the origins of the Turtles are, uh, like, it's a basically a parody of Daredevil's origins. Like, I, did we ever bring this up before? I don't know if we... No. Yeah, so... Uh, you know which superhero Daredevil is, right? Yeah. Right. So, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Eastman, uh, has, like, been recorded saying, like, you know, this is, like, okay, what if the thing that, that made Matt Murdock blind, like, what happened to the rest of that chemical? Uh-huh. And that's basically where the ooze came from, like, that, that turned the turtles... Uh, like, you know, into the mutants that they yeah. are. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, if you want to think like that, there are so many other superheroes that you can connect in this. Right, well, category. I mean, I mean, they specifically made it for Daredevil. Like, uh, because the thing is that also what they did, so the ninjas in Daredevil, they're called the Hand. Uh-huh. And what are these ninjas called? <laughs> foot. That's right. So that that's why they're called the Foot. Also... Uh, Daredevil's mentor was named Stick, and that's how Splinter got his name, because mm. his, uh, you know, if you grab a stick on the wrong way, you get a splinter. I didn't get the last part. Alright, so, you know, like, when you grab a stick, and, like, you, you know, like, when there's, like, a piece of wood that's, like, stuck in your hand, and you mm. gotta get the tweezers? That's called a splinter. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's something um, that that he brought up, um, and like I said, I can't remember if we ever brought it in the on the podcast before, but that, but yeah, the the turtles were originally supposed to be a parody of of Daredevil. Uh-huh. Right. It, it was just like it's gonna make sense. Right. Exactly. It's like it, it was like one of those things that you know Eastman and Layard they just had some some fun and they're like, hey, let's go make this silly little comic and they totally didn't know that the silly little comic was gonna be this big <laughs> and uh, you know uh, almost 35 years later uh, people are gonna make podcasts about it I'm talking about a cartoon show that was inspired by their comics <laughs> all right that's how genius they are that's exactly how genius they are all right so we're back into okay so we're back into sewers with with Splinter, and we're getting more into the clip show again. So this time we're getting into episode two, where Bebop and Rocksteady become mutants. Yes. Right, and um, the big 
thing I thought was weird about this one was we get to the part of a of that episode where they come out of the sewer after they rescued uh, Splinter uh, from that episode, and then we see Bebop and Rocksteady start shooting at them, and then it cuts into a commercial break. Like, like I, I just thought it was just weird. It's like, okay, we're cutting into a commercial break on a clip that the kids should know that they're, like, you know, the kids are, are going to know, like, most of them are already going to know what happened. And also, the other ones who don't know will know that the turtles are going to be safe because they're the ones who are telling the story to Splinter. I thought it was just an odd choice for a commercial break. I would think a good commercial break would have been the... Yeah. Rocksteady and Bebop throwing the stuff at Raphael. And we don't see that, yes. Yeah, we don't see that he doesn't, like, it doesn't go, like, you know. Or even, like, when they get the mask on or something like that. Like, you know, something that's actually suspenseful. Because you, usually that commercial break is supposed to keep you to, so you don't change the channel. Yes, exactly. And it, I, I felt that, you know, it was bad. I just think that, in overall, like, the director was a, on a vacation on this episode. <laughs> well, it is, it is, I mean, this is the Dublin uh, division, but like, because our normal director is Bill Wolf, but this one is uh, Reg Lodge. Uh-huh. And so, like, you know, our normal director was not here. Uh-huh. And it clearly shows. Uh, so, so in the middle, in the middle of them telling the story, like, Don Tell, like, kind of goes up to Leo and be like, hey, is this actually going to do anything? What's. Like, you know, because he was like, oh, uh, like, okay, what, what's what's the end goal? Like, oh, a- after we get his memory, like, what do we do? And then uh, Leo's like, well, the only way that Splinter can show that he's the true master of the Foot Clan is he has to show the Curly Maneuver. <laughs> and, all right, all right, here's the thing. This is the first time we ever... And this is the first time in the show we heard about this. Like, you know, it, it's not like, you know, it's not in the first episode. He Like, Spinner mentions, like, oh, I know this. Like, this is the curling maneuver. Only true masters of the Foot Clan know, know this. I mean, it, 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 it is kind of like one of those, like, you know, like, MacGuffins. Like, you know, it's like, hey. We just made this up, and like, but you know, it need it's going to be important later on. That's why this. That's why this show is perfect. Right. Because of all this made up stuff. Right. Right. Exactly. It. Uh. One hundred percent. You're right. Like I said, we. I mean, a lot of people wrote about this maneuver. We will get into it. But um, before that, like, um, those part of the story that they show, um, the. Um, the whole story of the turtles and Splinter. Yeah. And, like, we never got this complete um, uh, story before. Did we? Yeah. This is, because this is everything from the first five episodes, from the from the first season. Uh, yes, but uh, not those part, but, like, the the very first part, it wasn't, like, never, they never showed us this complete, like, that uh, Splinter didn't bow. No, no, they, they showed all that. They did? Yeah, yeah, because Splinter explains it over to April in the very first episode. Okay, so maybe because I was very new, I didn't. It could have been. I it could have been. It could have been. You were very new. I don't remember that scene. You, you don't. No, no. That's like. So that was like 
like not obviously not the opening scene the like one of the opening scenes was like you know when the turtles are fighting the punks like when no, they, I, they also I remember the, everything else I just don't you, you don't remember Splinter telling April the origin yes yeah no I don't I don't remember that uh, a specific scene that uh, Shredder and Splinter the Shredder put the oh, oh man that's my favorite line in there where, where he where, I mean they don't have it in this episode but that's where the guy like goes. Kick the bum out. Uh, but but yeah, that that's does one that is from the first episode. It's been like almost exactly a year ago. That's why. All right. So now, so now during the flashback scenes, we're getting into the final episode of the of the first season, which is the fifth episode, and we're basically like this is like where the turtles are introducing Krang to Splinter. Uh, I did write in here, I find it ironic that uh, that we have Pat Fraley's voice in the flashback, but we don't have his <laughs> voice in the actual episode itself. Uh, like, it, it parts me, I was just, like, I'm going to say this, like, if this was done now, like, where they couldn't get the, or to get the actor to do uh, the voice, when they do the flashbacks, they would have, like, not... They would have, like, not had the person talk at all. Like, they would have just talked over it. And pretty much by the time they finished, like, the final fight scene in that in that episode, Spinner was like, okay, I remember everything now. Like, like so... He suddenly remembered. He suddenly remembered. So all he needed to know was just... He just needed uh, three episodes of the first season, and then he, he's good to go. Like, that. that's all... That's really all he needs to do. And then, so, the Turtles, they go back into the Cultural Center to help out Raphael. And now, now we get... <laughs> the beautiful... The movement. beautiful, <laughs> curly maneuver. <laughs> this is actually what Michael Atkins had to write. I think the whole show, the whole episode, this was the shiny part of it. This is the very shiny part of it. I mean, this, this, like, you know, like... Like people just remember two things about this episode: the curly maneuver, and the it, and then it was a clip show. Like, but this is what Michael had to write about it. He said, "Funny story. For a long time, I thought the curly maneuver was an internet was an internet or fan edit." <laughs> we have at Dilophosaurus thirteen writes the dreaded curly maneuver. Fear it, mortals. <laughs> I love that everyone remember it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Josie Kami wrote, Also, the humor of the curly maneuver took the edge off the seriousness, seriousness of Saki is about to cut Yoshi out of the foot, foot for good plot perfectly. <laughs> um, at Pop Pursuit wrote, I completely forgotten about the curly maneuver until a recent rewatch. I legit laughed out loud. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have Old Man Winters, he writes, the curly maneuver, or is it the curly maneuver? <laughs> no, no, no. Alright, so let's talk about the curly maneuver. Do you un do you even understand what this reference is to? No. Alright, you know the Three Stooges, right? Uh, what? The Three Stooges? It yeah. was a cl Yes. This is what this is referencing to. Uh-huh. And that's why it's called the curly maneuver, because... There was a stooge named Curly. Uh-huh. And so, uh, basically, 
when Splinter starts doing this maneuver, like, it's, like, all, like, oh, this looks like this fancy thing where he's, like, doing this, like, thing. And then it goes into this ridiculous mu uh, music, which I'm surprised was not Pop Goes the Weasel, because I think that is royally free. <laughs> the, the, um, but I'm surprised it was not that. And where Splinter just slaps uh, Shredder's face and just, like, knocks on his helmet. Do you write it like this? Oh, uh, there, there is no official way to write it, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen I've seen people write it with a K... I've seen people write it with a C. I personally, I wrote it with a C. Because he's Curly? Because his, his name is Curly. Uh, people end up with I's. People end up with a Y. I mean, I, like, basically try to write it as, like, Japanese as I could. You see, which grade, um, they have that spelling thing for the kids. Yeah. You have to tell them. Curly <laughs> Maneuver. <laughs> curly Maneuver, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... Yeah, this is, like, one of the most ridiculous things. Obviously, they were not going to bring this up in the first episode because, first, I'm pretty sure they didn't even think that the show was even going to go anywhere near this. Second, like, you know, this was this was such a comedic moment to, like, hey, all right, we're just going to, like, this whole thing that we made into this serious prospect, we're just going to make it silly. Um, and then at this point, we do hear Bebop. Shout, Mama. Yes. Uh, did you caught that? Yes, yes. All right. Now, since Splinter did this maneuver, uh, Shinobu-sama was like, Whoa! You are the true leader. And he, like, uses his, like, <laughs> ghost mind powers to throw the stuff that Riva Rocksteady threw at the wall at Raphael yeah. back at them. And, like, all right, here's the thing. Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder, they just, like nonchalantly walk to the tech to the to the uh, transport module yes. they just like i mean they don't like it's not like they run they're not like being like chased out they're not like even like scooby-doo running they're just kind of like <laughs> let's go shopping yeah let's go shopping and then the the items as soon as the door closes the items like hit the transport module this is like the slowest throw like this, like I thought last week when, uh, when Leo threw the chair at uh, uh, Lotus Blossom, like I thought that was a slow throw. Shinobu-sama, like we learned where we learned, like basically Leo, where Leo learned that throw from, because this is obviously a Foot Clan throw, because Shinobu-sama throws it even slower. I mean, it, it really it's is... It's a technique. Yes, it is a... It is a, definitely a technique. Like, I mean, I don't know how good or how effective technique this is. Hey, let's see you deflect this. <laughs> like, yeah. But, and another thing is, like, once, like, Splinter shows... It's, like, really, Splinter sh slaps Shredder in the face, and, like, then they're like, okay, we gotta go. Like, oh, no, we're done. Just, the rat slapped me in the face. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, Shinobu-sama, like, mentions, like, oh, they got away. And the turtle's like, yeah, you get used to it. I mean, you know. But this is also, like, 
cartoon from like the late 80s, early 90s, where it's like, hey, where's the bad guy? The bad guy got away. Aren't you going to do anything? Nah. We need we need the back in the next episode or else we won't have a show. <laughs> and and then as Shinobu-sama like goes back into his urn, he leaves us with like some words of wisdom to the turtles as he's like as like they're they're walking away out of the cultural center. Have a slice of. Yeah, that was the last thing I wrote was the last thing is says save a slice of pizza for me. And like the turtles like, "What?" Someone said Amin. Uh, oh, on me. Oh, on me. I thought that he, he says... Well, yeah, no, 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 not Amen. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles does not go um, re- religious. I mean, you know, you know, I know in the first movie, Michelangelo shouts, thank God I'm a turtle. And then, like, and then the, here comes the second movie. He's like, whoa, whoa, cut that religious stuff out. Say, oh, man, I love being a turtle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually says, "God, I love being a turtle." No, I That's... thought that it was like a kind of joke that I'm yeah. not getting it. Oh no, 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 no. He's saying to save the last slice of pizza for me. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh pretty much everything about this episode. Uh, to be honest, not not too much because it was a clip show, and the the big important parts like we talked about before. In yeah. our first five episodes yes, of our exactly. podcast. Yes, exactly. Right. So we didn't really need to go back into them. I, as again, like I said, like I think, I think a big weakness of this episode was the fact that when we revisited the first five episodes and we saw that... Krang? Well, not only Krang, like just the animation in general, like Shredder was so much more menacing looking. Mm-hmm. And the... And the first, and he had a shiny suit. I, I got so used to having like Shredder's like a uh, helmet and face mask, like a two different colors. Uh, something, something else. Uh, something like Michael even mentions. He mentions the scene where uh, Shredder puts the the gloves on with the uh, with the claws. I remember we talked about that like you know so long ago. That felt like forever ago. When he put like, and I remember, I remember, you remember, you, you like that sound effect that he had when uh, he put Krang in the in the body. Yes, I actually I wrote it here again. I know. Oh, oh you wrote it here. You wrote it in there again. Uh, yes, because uh, then I was like, oh, we talked about it. We don't. I don't need to. But uh, uh, I wrote that Krang was more like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the Farsi word, but I mean. Krang was more uh, chubby. Yeah. I like when Shredder put Krang in the in the body, uh, like put his hand. Yeah. Also yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. You actually mentioned that. I I'll have to pull up the audio, but you actually do mention that in it uh, in the podcast before. Um, another thing I kind of noticed. I don't I don't think we talked about this, but it but when Krang is like uh, in the body, and then we have that whole like Frankenstein. Scene where like Shredder, oh it's alive, it's alive. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, there's a brief second in the lightning that we see an, a skeleton on Krang's body, like not the not the brain, but like the actual android part. Oh really? Yeah, and I was like, whoa, it shouldn't have a skeleton. That's a robot. <laughs> um, another funny moment that uh, I, I didn't write it down, but uh, but I know we talked about it before was Shredder in the hazmat suit, like with. 
Like, not only he had the hazmat suit, he also had, like, the face mask. <laughs> like, I remember we joked around how, oh, we're pretty sure the claws are still in there, too. <laughs> like, you know, he has that brand. He wanted to make sure that <laughs> he's not going to wear a hazmat suit and not have his face mask on. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was actually pretty cool. Like I said, most, like, you know, this, this season had 47 episodes. And... There's only so many times you can write the tech the Technodrome is uh we're trying to get the Technodrome back on Earth. Uh like, you know, they do they had to and then also like just money wise they're like, okay, how can we like save on cash and you know it's better that we went with the clip show than like having another episode where we just get like still images. <laughs> Like we did with, uh, that was like Corporate Raiders of Dimension X. Remember that? Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, awesome episode. Just like we just had that one part where it was a still image and where you're like, what, really? What, what's going on here? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean. It was just a, it was just a break episode. Yes, yes. This, yes, you're right. This was honestly just like a, a break episode. This was like, you know, hey, we got a clip show and we got a funny Three Stooges moment going on. <laughs> And now Anna's gonna watch all all the Three Stooges episodes. <laughs> all right. Uh, to be honest, uh, I never uh, imagined I would say this, but I have to confess: if you wanna go back and start watching the episodes from from the like the very beginning, uh huh, I would do that. You would do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, just to let you guys know. Next, we won't have a podcast next week. Uh, next week is uh, an Iranian holiday. And so uh, we're actually going to be taking uh, next week off uh, because of that. But next time, join us next time. We will be talking about the episode Leatherhead, Terror of the Swamps. Swamp. Terror of the Swamp. And uh, speaking of uh, terror and swamps, we're going to have a special guest uh, next time too. Oh, I love it. I know, exactly. It's going to be... Hilarious! It's gonna be fun. You don't want to give us any hints. Yeah, uh, you know. Oh, I mean, I know who is it. I, I know he. Uh, uh, yeah, you know. Um. He has a. He has a. Uh, he does. He has a podcast. Yeah, you know. He all right, a, all right, all right. He has a podcast about another animal. Yeah, <laughs> he has a. Yes, he has a podcast with another animal. And I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's happy that we're taking next week off because he needs a week to mourn, because. Uh, because his show is ending. All right, all right. Join us. Join us next time. Uh, you know, and thanks for joining us. And thanks for everyone who contributed on here uh, about this episode. All right. Until uh, next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pod. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.